The Arts Explanatory Comma Podcast, where art meets the real world and both sides get a better understanding of the whole picture. This podcast may contain strong language and listener discretion is advised. So, I guess there's no cute, pretty intro for this. Um, we're very sorry for leaving you guys as long as we did, um, but we are back. This is Mark Francis and Raquel Simone. And our special guest sitting in with us, the lovely and beautiful, I call her Bear, but her name is... Vernique Francis. My little wife. I that, She's not actually little. I just call her that because... Anyway, I'm not going to go into that because that's going to get really weird Very. and make people possibly talk shit about me. <laughs> I, although, although I don't actually care, but whatever. I'm third willing it today. You often third. Okay, that also sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> not like that, guys. We haven't been no. married that long yet, baby. No. <laughs> We're not at that stage in our relationship. Fair enough. Now it's 60. Hey. hey. All right. Hello. <laughs> oh my god. Y'all are why are my friends? <laughs> I ask myself often. Oh, uh, so before we started recording, we were really acting like we were going to be professional and uh we knew damn well we weren't going to be. Mm-hmm. And that's great. So, whatever. Got that out the way. Um, so first, we want to take some time. Well, we're definitely going to talk about the first half of our season and how we felt about that and how it has impacted us and things like that and moving forward. Um, But before we do that, we definitely want to talk a little bit about the reason for our break and why that break was also extended. Um, It's been a topic of discussion in a lot of places, uh, radio, television, film, um, and if you haven't seen this show, they're not paying us any money because right now no one is. But um, <laughs> it'll definitely <laughs> we can change. soon come, soon come. <laughs> it'll definitely help explain some things. Um, it definitely helped me um, process some things. But a million little things on what is that? Baby? ABC. Yes, ABC. Yeah. A million little things on ABC. There are some great actors in that show, but Romani Malco, um, <laughs> man. That guy has been absolutely amazing in that show and has helped quite a bit uh, for me. But anyway, so the reason for our break was... By the way, anything Romani Malco's on will last forever. If you haven't seen Weeds, you should watch Weeds, but it lasted forever. She told me this the other day and I've never seen an episode of Weeds. So good. So good. (laughs) Such a dork. Love you though, girl. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) But no, so the reason for our break, um, and this is a moment of vulnerability, and uh, hopefully I don't find myself crying because I don't want to make Raquel awkward. Um, again. Again. <laughs> again. Um, that's a callback from episode five. Yeah. Go back and listen to it. Um, but I, for the first time in my life, had to be very, very, very honest about battling with depression. Um, mental health, as I said, is a big, big topic, um, now for great reason and should continue to be, 
a topic that we put in the forefront of our daily life because in these very interesting times, there are tons of people dealing with it. I've talked to three people today <laughs> that I know that are dealing with it, but um, my depression had gotten to a point where I contemplated suicide for an extended period of time. Um, and I guess the week, it was a good thing that we took the break because the week after um, the, the, the thoughts uh, had turned into plans and things got very scary and very dark. Um, so during the time that we weren't on the air, um, I had been dealing with that, um, getting counseling, medication, which I was against. Um, but I gotta say, even the placebo effect is better than where I was <laughs> for sure. Um, and throughout this all, my beautiful wife, um, my wonderful co-host Raquel Simone and Brian uh, Ellison, who we called back to his episode just a second ago, um, have been very big helps and very instrumental in helping me deal with all of this. Um, and yeah, I, I think one of you two should chime in here because it's a uh, yeah. Um, I guess a situation where Mark was very honest and open with how he felt about stuff. And I think that that's one of the biggest takeaways from this experience is that to encourage people to, if they feel off to share that with someone that they trust so that, you know, they can start getting the help that they need. I'm trying not to say anything because I've become a big baby. (laughs) Um, But I am glad that you shared that with me and I've always been transparent. Well, not always, but I've been transparent with you guys about my own personal yeah. mental health. So yeah. it was, it was one of those, I felt, I felt it was necessary that we take the break because yeah. I've been in similar situations and I, obviously you being well is more important, but I am glad that we're here and that <laughs> I'm glad I'm here. Yeah. It was, it was very scary. And so it's a, uh, I remember telling you that what we have is going to be a good thing. And look, y'all, y'all are going to have me tearing up. And then you're going to have to pull out the fucking Benadryl. (laughs) It's going to be very awkward. Allergic to her tears. I think it's like two people in the world. In the world. Two people in the world who are allergic to their tears. It's the one who was just born yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) But no. In all seriousness, I prioritize your mental health and that's a reminder to self and to anyone listening. I think like the biggest reason I want to share this on our platform is because like I've talked to several artists and we've all talked about the exact same feelings. So from, from my artist friends out there and you non artists and everyone else, um, that feeling of, of being overwhelmed and feeling paralyzed because you don't feel like you can handle all of that at once and then not moving on it and letting it pile up and feeling like, Oh shit, I have stuff to do, but I just can't get to it. That's, that's a stage of depression. (laughs) Um, it is not normal to think suicidal thoughts. That is, that is not, well, let me not say normal 
because normal is a very relative term, but that is not necessarily a healthy thing to think. Um, so if you find yourself in either of those positions, please find you somebody to talk to. We'll plug the suicide crisis hotline. Yes. They'll be in the episode notes at the bottom. Yes. Yes, they will. Um, and I mean, they won't hear this. It's not like we have a million listeners yet. Um, but I will shout out the Memorial Herman crisis center here in Houston. Um, where my wife was able to take me and I was able to sit down and talk to some good people who helped me. Um, and again, I have to shout out Brian cause I called him and was like, yo, I need to go to the hospital. And Brian lives a smooth 45 minutes from here. And he got here in like 25, 30 <laughs> and came in with a smile, hugs and, and ice cream. And, <laughs> yes. And ice cream. <laughs> That's very on brand. <laughs> yes, yes. And sat in the hospital with me cracking jokes, man. Cracking jokes. And it was very scary. And yeah, it was just a lot. Um, but we have come, it, come out on the other side of the darkest part so far. Um, and I know sometimes things have to get worse before they get better. Hopefully that was the worst. Uh, <laughs> and it does get better. This is a, a reminder yeah. to someone who's been there. It does get better. Yes. It might not seem like it, but it definitely gets better. And black and brown people, as our parents would love to tell us, just go to church and pray about it, baby. It, it, that's true. Do that also, if that's your thing. But also, go to a church that encourage you encourages you to also see a therapist. Yes, because that therapist is going to help you through safety plan through coping skills and all of these different things so please 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 use talk space as i am going to because my wife has told me that i should do that in the meantime because my therapy appointment is like two weeks from now um <laughs> minus tomorrow get on it yeah so God gave us doctors for a reason. Y'all go Man. to doctors for so many other things. Yes. So, you know, use your resources. Yes. And there are many resources because I know that mental health can be um, expensive at times, but there are also resources to help you with that. So um, mm -hmm. we don't want to, I guess, harp on, I don't want to say harp, but we don't want to spend way too much time. This wasn't the whole purpose of the episode, but we definitely know that people needed to hear this and yeah. that we'll uh, put as many resources that we as we can find in the episode notes and also mark and raquel will put that plug it in as far as the instagram and twitter yeah. and all that stuff too. yeah and i mean i guess the last thing i'll say is to those people that are hesitant about making that move if your leg is broken you're not gonna sit in the house and pray about that shit listen <laughs> you're gonna take your ass to the doctor and get it fixed same thing with your brain your brain regulates everything in your body, everything that you do. So it, if you feel like something is off, something's not right, find some help. Even if they say, hey, that's a normal thought. It's a good thing that you brought that shit to somebody just in case. So um, we all encourage you to get help no matter what you feel your issues are. Um, and honestly, if you need somebody to talk to, um, to help encourage you to get there, go on here, drop us a line. Drop us a line. What's the email address? Email address, you can send your emails to explanatory comma at gmail.com. Explanatory comma at gmail.com. 
Um, or you can go to our website, explanatorycomma.com and fill out a contact form. Um, and I'll hit you back. I will. My wife knows I will. She probably don't want me to cause I give too much of myself to other people. Um, but yeah, so it'll probably be me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) you can also send your art questions there too. Absolutely. And and talk about some of your takeaways from the last, what, six, seven episodes, seven Seven episodes. episodes. Look at y'all with the seventh being the two part. Look at, look at y'all. Yeah. All right. Seven interviews, eight episodes. It's or no, no, is it eight, eight episodes? It's more than eight episodes. This will be this will be number nine. Yeah. But our intro episode was our first episode. Our first first episode was our interview with Mariah Elise. Yes. AKA Mariah. Moso Frio. <laughs> Moso Frio. Over at District Art Gallery. Um and we've also talked to Rebea Bain and Tony Parana and Anthony Francis, my brother. And Brian Ellison and the homie Danny Dunson. Mo. Yeah, Mo Mo. Mo Mo. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yes. Mo Penders. Mo- Maureen Penders, the homie. Yes. Absolutely. I'm sorry, Mo. Don't kill me. Um, but yeah. And all of those have been great. We have such a good thing. Like, I know we, yeah. we started off on a slumber note, but I'm now that we're back talking about the podcast, I am very excited yeah. reflecting on it. I'm like, this is some good like we've had people say hey guys this is a really good thing yeah i think it's set in for me now it's like yo shit this is a good thing yeah i think for me that idea that it's been great or that it was a good idea like that really solidified it Mm -hmm. was like talking to mariah was excellent yes right like that was dope like getting our feet wet jumping in like oh shit we can actually do this we can hold a conversation yeah and then Talking to Rebea subsequently, which was also a great episode, but it felt like an Oprah's masterclass almost. Yes. <laughs> like that Rebea, shit was hey, amazing. <laughs> that was amazing. And I think that right then there, there was a moment probably in the middle of that interview where I was like, okay, yeah. We we own it. We we got it. We got it. We got it. We got it. And we're still learning. Everything ain't gonna be perfect. Our sound has been a little off on a couple of episodes. I keep leaning away from the mic. <laughs> we lost some audio from Brian's interview. That was actually very impactful, but unfortunately we didn't get to keep all of it. Um but yeah, no, I I mean I, I it it definitely took a while for me to realize like, oh shit, this is a good thing. Like for real. What was your full circle moment? Um, actually, the funny thing is, like, after we talked to Danny and we talked about the break initially, like, I f- though I needed the break, mm-hmm. it was hard to take the break because I was like, shit, man, like, we we rocking. We rocking right now. Yeah. Right. Like, every interview has been great. Uh, I remember Tony Parana talking to him gave me chills at one point. Um, being able to talk to my brother in in this capacity, interviewing him, asking him questions that you know we talk a lot, but that's just because we talk a lot. Yeah, like, <laughs> y'all, y'all <laughs> yeah. But being able to hear his insights um, into this world of art and things like that, um, like reflecting on all of that by myself, mm-hmm. that's when I was like, yo. 
this shit has been great. Like we got great things from everybody. Like, and I, every single interview. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard to be like, yeah, this is my favorite episode. This is my favorite episode. Although we will talk about our favorite episode. Um, no but it, pressure. it's still, it's still hella hard to, yeah. <laughs> to, to really be like, yeah, this is my favorite. And I got I'm going to be like Oprah and have Raquel's favorite things. And it's going to be all the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> what was your full circle moment? My full circle moment. Ah, so I, I've told you this, Mark, off air, that I was super nervous about doing this. Yes. One, on top of not liking my voice, um, <laughs> being vulnerable and just like, ah, letting things be critiqued that I don't really have, yeah. that I can't control the narrative. That was a w- really weird space. But um, the full circle moment is I was listening to the play, or I was listening to our playlist, and something. Something clicked. Like, I was listening to it where I tried not to be like, oh, this is me. Yeah. And I was like, ah, this is really good. Like, I was interested. I'm not a podcast person. I know I shouldn't say that because we have a podcast. But I didn't really like podcasts before we started recording one. And I was like, oh, this is enriching. And I went through the stuff that I learned. And I was like, ah, I recorded this. And then someone texted me. and was like, hey, I listened to your podcast. It was really good. And it was someone that I hadn't really, like, been like, hey, I have a podcast. I guess they just follow the thing and so that validation is weird and probably you shouldn't that validation from someone was like oh this is good and they're a podcast enthusiast yeah i was like oh this person listens to like the top podcast and renique's also a podcast enthusiast i'm talking about my text to you girl so first of all (laughs) i wasn't even talking about you because i feel like you have a vested interest in telling us that it's good you know we're friends and you know she would tell us she would tell us i have a vested interest in telling you it's trash yeah Yeah, but yeah but you you wouldn't do that you would you would help us just make it better no she don't pull no punches she'd have been like hey y'all tripping this is bullshit y'all need some help but uh, <laughs> it was it was from a friend that I hadn't really talked to the, about the podcast, and they yeah. actually were out in a social setting. They were like, "Hey, Raquel has a really cool podcast," and it put me on the spot. But I was like, it made me step back. And I was like, "Hey, I do have a really cool podcast," <laughs> yeah. and this person who people would trust their opinion on yeah. podcasts because they're a podcast enthusiast just yeah. co-signed the fuck out of our podcast. Like, so that was my full circle moment where yeah. people who I didn't really think about their opinion on mm-hmm. it, but their opinion mattered to me. I was like, hey, this is a yeah. cool fucking podcast. Was like, that was my full circle moment. Yeah. There's been a lot of reflection where I'm like, hey, this is this is a good thing. I keep coming back yeah. to this is a good thing. This is what I needed for where I was in my yeah. my my journey. Um, but my full circle moment was, hey, we're not doing this in vain. People actually do like yeah. it. it- that's a great feeling. Bear, what, what, what would you say? Because you've been, you haven't been on the air with us, but you have definitely, you you remember when I wrote the first intro <laughs> back in March, <laughs> <laughs> bouncing ideas back and forth off of you. So this is, you know, this is, this is, this is part of you also. So oh, what does full circle moment mean? Realizing when you realize that your husband was dope as shit, though, baby, that's when I married you. Girl, come Dang, on, not, hello, not, a, not until you married shit. him. Shit, hey, holler at me later, girl. I got a gift for you. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> so, guys, this is this is what I am constantly subjected to. <laughs> no, but just when I guess when you realized or. That you didn't that we need were, to tell us to scrap it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that you were like, I want to be a part of this, not 
I need to help y'all fix this. Honestly, I would probably say that the first episode, when I heard the first episode yeah. of Mariah, I thought it was, I thought the questions were on point. I, like Rocky said, Raquel Simone said, I am a true <laughs> podcast enthusiast. I actually thought the other day, I remember my first podcast was Joel Osteen. <laughs> I used to listen to it at the gym back in the day. Oh, you? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Who listens? Okay, never mind. Mm-hmm. My wife is a 67-year-old woman. <laughs> Uh, you're a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but a liberal Republican. It's different. It's different. Um, but no, I, I just it 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 made me see I get it. I remember yeah. listening to the first episode and I get yeah. it. And then just the progression. Um you mentioned Rebecca's um episode being sort of a master class, Oprah's master class yeah. as far as art. Uh, goes and I definitely felt that um, and I could I probably have a, something that I could take away from every episode but just um, just progression as we flowed through all the episodes yeah. and we got to the last two episodes the two part that was Danny's and I, Danny's right yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I say wrong? Yeah, Danny's and I just I, I, I was like yes Yes, and I, it, it kind of talking about it now feels kind of like MTV Diary. You remember that? <laughs> um, hey, I get that reference. Yes, because yes. you are twelve. Um, she, and she is twelve and, and a half. So, She's twelve and a half. She just oh, had a birthday. Oh, remember? Look at that. Yeah. Give you an incremental quarter of a year every year. <laughs> Amazing. It's, it's gonna so blow your mind when I turn thirty. I already know it. What thirty? What is thirty <laughs> for you, girl? That don't exist. When you turn thirty, we'll be in our forties. <laughs> um, I'm just playing. All right, not that close. <laughs> But still, but um, so if if we're talking about when we felt like yes, this was a thing, and yeah, we you know y'all got it. That I would say just off top, um, that's that's how I felt. It's funny that I say this now because I literally just made fun of somebody last night. We were watching a documentary that was like when I first heard that song, (laughs) (laughs) I knew it was a hit. No, you didn't. Once we finished, (laughs) I just knew it was a hit. Yeah, Yeah. but no, real talk. I felt. Y'all, it was it was it was a thing off top, and yeah. I listen to a ton of podcasts. <laughs> she does, she does. When she gets to sitting around talking to people about the podcast she listens to, it's like a list of twenty, and I don't know how the hell she has time, but she does it. Um, so what what would either of you say y'all think are the best takeaways for art novices that have come from our podcast? As the resident art novice, I mean, am I really a novice? Mm-mm. No, but no. I think Bear would be the novice. Yeah. <laughs> the question, I guess, is something that you wish you would have known yeah. when you were brand new to the art world. Oh, I can answer that easily. This actually came from our discussion with Danny. Yeah. Um, Danny's perspective and how he centers and values black art, mm-hmm. and I and I told him this in our interview. That spoke to me because I remember that moment when I was in my art history class in high school yeah. and I was like, this just isn't sticking. Like I want to learn about it, but it's not. And I didn't feel like there was a platform or an avenue for yeah. me to connect with art and art history that spoke to me. Um, and knowing that it's out there, it might take a little bit more work, but yeah. I think that's why Danny's episode just kind of was like, Holy shit, this is such a good episode. And why we were able to have yeah. a three plus hour conversation <laughs> was because he's this, wealth of knowledge about black art like i'm sure he's very well versed on other arts yeah. because of his studies yeah. but we talked for three hours about black, black art, art and yeah. centering black art and valuing black art and yeah. how black art has um progressed and how it's yeah innovative and i think that's something that for people 
who want to see art that looks like them. Yeah. It's there. There are voices that need to be uplifted that will help you find it. Like, I, now when I look at Danny's page and I read the caption, I'm like, oh, shit, oh, let me add this to my list. Yeah. So I can go study this on my own. And that's... um that's something that I, I believe if you are an art novice and you have something you're like, I want to see art that looks like this, do the work to find it. It's there. It exists. Yeah. If you exist, someone like you exists and there is an yeah. art that artist that is telling stories that mean something to you with yeah. their artwork. I would agree with that for sure. I think for me, it was actually two things. So I'm going to piggyback on Danny because I think thinking about the idea that no matter what type of art is out there, no matter what genre, no matter what medium that people are using, um, there's a black artist or a brown artist that did it. <laughs> right. Like, and as a young black kid, it would have been great to know that off top mm -hmm. that I could do these different types of art, that I could be a sculptor, that I could be a painter, that I could do abstract art all these different things, just knowing that there were people that looked like me that did that, like that was dope. That that's, that's something that I definitely would like to know. And I will say as an art teacher, that's not something that I learned <laughs> um, from talking to Danny, but that is definitely something that I feel like is probably very important to art novices, whether you're a collector, whether you just like to look at pretty shit, whether, you know, you're, you're trying to make work, like, it's good to know that there's somebody out there that looks like you that's doing everything. And you don't always have to look to a white, an old dead white dude <laughs> who was doing it. Um, but then the other thing is like, um, it, it's it's a topic that's come up between uh, myself and my brother, Anthony, several times. And that is just make shit, just do shit, like just try things <laughs> like Throw it on a wall, see what sticks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because the fact of the matter is, like, one, you have to figure yourself out in this art shit. You have to figure out what your voice is in it. So if you're going to make work, if you're going to curate, you have to figure out what you're going to do. And nobody can give you feedback. You can't evaluate yourself if you have no work to look at. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, if you're a writer, but you've never written anything. Well, are you a writer? How the hell do you expect to get better? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And even if you have one thing written, well, you need to add to that collection so that people can actually give you feedback. It's hard to say based off this one thing like, oh, you need to work on this. I can tell you what you need to work on in this specific thing. Mm -hmm. But overall, I can't give you a gauge. Um, so it's just getting out and making shit um, on that note. I actually suggest for people to go out and read the book Art and Fear by Ted Orland and David Bales. It's about all the things that artists fear when making work and all those things that you think are unique to you. Um, they're not <laughs> being scared about if I put this mark on this paper, is this going to be some shit or is it going to be the, the shit? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like all that is in that book. Um, it's a very short read, probably like 110 pages. Um, but anyway, Bear. Are you going to keep calling me Bear? I am because that's natural. Like, I'm sorry. Yes, my wife's name is Vernique, but we call each other Bear. In generally. the credits, we're going to say Vernique, quotation Bear. We don't, we don't really use each other's names unless we mad as hell at each other. Mark Francis. Mm -hmm. oh. it's somebody Like, if my phone rings, Mark, you need to get your phone. Like, oh, shit, she don't like me right now. What the hell I do? 
Uh, but yeah. Um, as far as what a uh, good takeaway for our art novice, one of the things that I notice is the way the differences in all the episodes that depending on what you're interested in, there's a takeaway there. Yeah. Um, just start with uh, Mariah's uh, episode. You can take away. She talked about um, if you are presenting your art to a collector or mm-hmm. to a gallery, how it should look. If you are a gallerist, how your gallery should look. You know, yeah. um, uh, Tony, uh, your Anthony Francis talked about the way in which he approached his art, the kind of the theory behind it, how he yeah. looked at it. Um, if you're an art novice, um, one of the things that I love that Brian talked about, I really, really love this was that he said, I didn't have any formal training to become mm-hmm. an artist. And I think that that's a, one of those things where people get nervous or scared if yeah. they don't have the proper training or what society tells you is the proper training in order to do something period. Yeah. And I'm a person that if I'm looking at something, I try and take away for everything. And so mm-hmm. I think that that was a great takeaway for life. That was a yeah. life takeaway. That wasn't yeah. even just an art takeaway, you know. But I thought that that was um, definitely something to to take away from the from that episode and from um, you know the series of episodes that you guys have done. That there's always something for a novice to take away in all yeah. those episodes. Yeah, I agree. Look at you, man. Just talking that talk. Talk oh. that shit. Okay, now. Sorry. Sorry, guys. I'm, <clears throat> I'm really in love with my wife. And it's it's so cute. Yeah, I know it's annoying, too, though. It is. Uh, so I'll try to curb it a little bit. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to all you lonely bastards out there. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Don't be Charlemagne. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just playing, guys. I'm just playing. You don't have to be lonely at FarmersOnly.com. Anyway. So, Mark. Um, <laughs> First of all, okay, hold on. <sighs> back on track. Yes, back on track. As Sorry. the artist, the resident mm-hmm. artist on our podcast, yeah. was there anything that you took away that will benefit you as an artist? Um, there's a hell of a lot. Tell us. <laughs> there's a hell of a lot. Um, let's see. Uh, Rebea talking about giving yourself permission. Yes. Man. Like, and again, that is a life takeaway give yourself permission man like that shit is so important so important i mean even going back to how we started this episode give yourself permission to take time away for yourself give yourself permission to dive into the shit that gives you life that makes you feel whole give yourself permission to break out of whatever box that you feel like you're in whether that's career whether that's, you know, beliefs, whatever, but just give yourself that permission. And for me, it's giving myself permission to just do, do work, just, just make shit and just play with it. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't all have to be super heady. It doesn't all have to be like a traditional quote unquote fine art and shit like that. Just make shit that you think is dope. But then that ties into what Tony Anthony said, we, we're just going to call him Tony because we talk, call him Tony all the time. But what Tony said, and that is... Well, there's two Tonys. Yeah, that's why. Well, Tony yes, there's Tony so. Parana. <laughs> yeah, well, but Tony Parana said some shit, too. He talked that shit, too, man. But my brother, though, he, he hit me with that love and dope shit. And we talk about that all the time. Like, that's it. Like, lead with love, whether that's, you know, making the work that you love, doing, creating the things that you love, and make sure that shit's dope. You know what I'm saying? And if you're representing somebody or telling a story, do that shit out of and in love. You know what I'm saying? Um, That shit is very important because 
I feel like I always want to tell stories that are not only representative of me, but representative of people that don't have the voices that they wish they had. Right. So making sure that I'm doing that in and out of love. Um, what else? Um, there's, I mean, honestly, there's just too much. Just go back and listen to all the episodes, like real <laughs> shit. Like, I mean, like everybody dropped jewels. Everybody yeah. dropped jewels. I mean, shit. Danny talking about, you know, we are the art. Yeah. Right. Like we are that black ass art. Man, that shit gave me chills. Like Tony Parana, man. Like him talking about, you know, when he creates work, like he's doing this in memory of all of the ancestors and the people that came before him, like that shit gave me chills. I'm getting chills right now. thinking about that shit. Like, you know, everybody dropped jewels, everybody. Um, Mo, man, Mo's emphasis on their culture, right? Like that shit is beautiful to me because if you, if you look at some of the work that we posted from Mo, on our Instagram, like those photographs wouldn't necessarily like, that's not what people think of when they think of El Salvador, right? Like whether it's those, those small candies, the tamarind, the chanclas, all that stuff. Like they're so beautifully captured in isolation, but then the photographs of the street, right? Like one of my favorite photographs from Mo is um, a lady just walking down the street towards her, And she's just kind of looking off to the right. And she just looks like a normal mother, right? But this is El Salvador. So what we hear about El Salvador all the time is gangs, MS-13 and all that shit, right? We don't think about just regular ass people doing a regular ass thing. Mm -hmm. And we don't think that that can necessarily be beautiful. But the the lens, yeah, like through through Moe's lens, you get to see a part of El Salvador that nobody really talks about and that shit is amazing so that's a takeaway that transformative property of the lens that's capturing the work because that work like their work wouldn't look the same if a white student who's on a mission trip would have taken those photographs you know what i'm saying like (laughs) so yeah a lot of shit (laughs) raquel as a collector what did you take away from the series of episodes that you guys did? Um, okay. So I've been thinking about this cause I knew this question was coming, but out of all of them, and I can't say it was one specific episode. It was actually just reflecting on all of them. I think I want to change or I am changing my perspective of what I can collect because I used to kind of approach it. Well, let me collect stuff that I can hang on my walls. But I don't necessarily need to display all the art that I collect. Yeah. Having it and it being of value and me valuing it. Like, so I have work that I probably won't ever put up because it doesn't really fit the aesthetic of my apartment. <laughs> yeah. But it having it means something to me. And so I maybe when I get a little further in my journey, I'll have a new yeah. way of saying, hey, these are all the things that I have. And also, I want to move into collecting, not just um, right now I have some originals and prints and um photographs but i want to collect sculptures that's not something i ever really looked at because i am clumsy as fuck but (laughs) i think that's something that's like ah it's another it's a different art form that i never really thought about being something i'm not gonna say a value because i don't mean it but it's never one of those like oh let me buy this sculpture um so 
one thinking about I can collect things that I don't necessarily have a purpose for in display um, because I still value the art and I still want to have those things. Like I was in the, in these last two weeks I've moved. And so I had to take all my art off the wall and pull it out of boxes. And I looked and I was like, I actually have a really dope collection. I keep saying, Oh, you know, I got to get my, I've got some dope originals and prints and work that I'm like, Oh, this, I remember when I bought this and I thought about the story from those artists and that's something I want to focus on is that I want to find more artists whose stories I like yeah. and connect to their artwork and collect it. Like, oh, I want, especially from all the artists, that I want things, of, that's one thing, I do want work from the artists we've interviewed. Because hearing their story and their narrative and how it drove their art, yeah. it's like, ah, oh, I want one of uh, Rebea's hairscapes. I want a photo from Brian. I want a painting from... Um, Tony. Tony, yeah, and so it's like ah, I love but Tony's yeah, I'm sorry. I um, it's I don't. There's something about hearing people's stories makes yeah. you connect with their art differently, um, and it that's I think where the value comes from, and that comes my other full circle moment is there is value in what we're doing because we're allowing yeah. artists to tell their stories, and it's beneficial to me and you, but I hope other people kind of like hey, when you when you do look at art and you engage it, think about those narratives or find those narratives. Yeah. Go to art talk, artists, is it artist talks? Yeah, yeah, artist talks. Go to them and hear their story and then look at their work and yeah. see how it changes. Yeah, because that context, context and content context matters. matters. Like, and, and I think like that context gives you a window into that content, mm-hmm. right? And that's one thing that a lot of people, that's actually a good thing for art novices that we didn't say. And that is that learning that context like everything that goes into that work helps you to understand what that work is. Mm-hmm. Right. So when we're looking at work, a lot of times in the hoity toity, people are talking about the work. They have context, right? They have context. Even if it's an artist whose work looks like theirs or they know the genre or whatever, like there's still context there mm-hmm. that you can extrapolate, you know, these ideas and things from, right. If you don't have that, you're just looking at shit and, that's it. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So having that context is very important and like being able to give people the platform to share that context is a very big deal. Now I want to ask the two of you cause, um, and I'm gonna put y'all on blast a little bit. Uh-oh. Um, I've talked to both of you about wanting to be more creative <laughs> and making things. Mm-hmm. Right. So what do you think that either of you have heard throughout the, the the episodes that we've done so far that help you kind of organize your thoughts towards creating or help you to think about the things that you want to create. I'll go back. Uh, no, go ahead, Raquel, because I have to think. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's twofold, and this is actually going to come very early in our episodes because Mark and I have been talking about this well before this uh, yeah. podcast came to fruition. So I'll first go from our interview with Mariah, Yeah, her ambition in young black woman. I'm going to open up an art gallery and just doing it. That was one of those like, ah, it, I mean, not to say that her process was easy, but yeah. her making that step and decision and then seeing like, hey, she is a gallerist and she is yeah. running the fuck out of her gallery. Yeah. Um, that kind of was like, ah, I guess I could, that's inspirational. I could take yeah. that and use that. And then Rebea's message, which... I think I almost shed a tear when we were sitting there. It's like, oh shit, this got real deep when she said, give yourself permission. Man. I know that's always been my, um, 
My drawback is like, I have all these ideas. Did you snort? A little bit. Sorry. It was like a laugh recoil because I like chuckled and I got, I tried to stifle it and then like, (laughs) (laughs) Rebea's message when she said, give yourself permission. That's, I've actually, I wrote that down and I'm the only person who wrote, I wrote it down and I wrote, Rebea said this. Um, because I think I have all these ideas and I, I share them with you and they're ideas that never see the light of day. But it's the only thing ever holding myself back is that I just won't do it. I'm yeah. privileged to have access to resources that would allow me to do these things. But I'm like, oh, what if it fails? Um, and then it's like, oh, it's it's fine if it fails. If I take a bad picture, take a fucking bad picture. It's like, yeah. it's, it's not the end of the world. Um, I mean, what if you're walking and you fall? Get the fuck up! Like uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> and, it's, and all of that sounds really easy in 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 theory, but um, that's gonna be the thing that I work on because I would like to create. Yeah. I told you I want to, and not just with uh, I told you I wanted. To, I think which which episode was that? It was with Brian. Yeah, I wanted to get a camera in 2019. I'm gonna get a new camera because, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be traveling more, so I'm gonna put myself in positions where yeah. I want to take pictures. Yeah. Um, but also I want to experiment with painting. All right. Yeah. yeah. Come on, painting. I went through, and apparently this is when I said resources, when I was moving, I have a huge tote full of fucking acrylic paint and canvas boards and canvas and paint brushes <laughs> and all the things. I was like, look Ooh. at the universe. Yeah. just at my, and I mean, it also works. I was like, maybe it's expired or maybe it's not. But it's all, it's fine. It's fine. and one I have a black canvas. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking when I brought. That and, sounds awesome. Yeah, Do you have and, gold and silver paint. Um, no, but I have the white pencil to to yeah. like, and so I think I had a purpose when I bought it, and I I kind of want to. I'm not gonna obsess over it because then I'll never start again. <laughs> yeah. But wonder what space was I in where I went and took those like let me get the things and yeah. what stopped me. But I don't want to obsess over it, but it's one of those I'm going to give myself permission to experiment with creating. Yeah. Um, I think whenever I, I mean, I know those paint with the twist class aren't necessarily, um, you know, we're going to be, I I enjoy those classes, Mark. You're making faces at me. I enjoy those classes. But I, I, the reason that I enjoy them is because I realize it's therapeutic when I am painting. And I don't ever follow the instructor. I've always been that person. Um, my art, t- my art teacher will tell you that it was one of those. What are we doing? I, how much of this I got to do to get a grade? Then I can go do my own thing. Yeah. So, um, but don't you feel accomplished? Like, but I, the, yeah, I always feel accomplished, even if it doesn't look. It never looks like the instructors. But save, save your painting with a twist. Uh, money we. There's some things in store. There's some things in store. There's some things in because store. Because we talked yeah, about that as well. We did. But it's one yeah. of those. I realize that I find creating therapeutic when i get past yeah. the hang-up of what if it's not good enough yeah and so that's, i understand that's that's my thing is that i'm just gonna give my permission to be yeah and to create whether it's good or bad i'm not gonna put the pressure on wanting it yeah. to be perfect i'm gonna plug the book one more time for for ted orland and david bills not because i know them personally but because the book is great mm. because they talk about that like the thing is when you have a blank canvas in front of you, right? There, there are two ways that that can go. With, and the scariest part is that with every, like it, that the piece that you're going to paint can be a masterpiece, right? Mm. But with every stroke, the percentages of it 
or the possibilities of it being a masterpiece are diminished. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. So that's scary as shit. Right. But at the same time, like it can't be a masterpiece if you don't start. (laughs) So it's like you got to do something either way. I'm going to find a way to sell a blank canvas for a million dollars. It's been done. You can do it. It's been done. It's been done. Has it been done by a black woman? No. I'm gonna There's always room, though. I'm going to finesse someone out of it. No, you can't. Don't say you're going to finesse that. We're going to cut that out. You're going to create this wonderful masterpiece. Of With invisible words. ink, it's going to happen. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But like, just use your imagination and you'll yeah. be able to see the ink. First your chi. black woman to create invisible ink art. <laughs> Fuck Boom. yes. Do Rock that shit. Small. Do that, done. Shit. do that shit. It's done. It's but sign right. that shit with a big pen. It's going to be red, too. <laughs> Bear, what you got? What, what, what do you um, think is going to help you that you've heard? That I've heard about. I think one you touched on it earlier is just do it. Uh, yeah. Not to quote Nike, but um, you, know, <laughs> you actually have to just do something. Uh, probably one of the things that I always do is I am a serial procrastinator. Mm-hmm. And so... <laughs> Whatever I do create, you know, it can come out real nice sometimes. Yeah. But it'd be in the 11th hour. (laughs) (laughs) And we trying to glue something on as, you know, as as the photo is being taken of it. Sounds like my first show. So, um, (laughs) and so it's just one of those things that's just do it. Uh, I think y'all said about, talked about um, Rebea saying, give yourself permission. Yeah. I I don't really... um, I think we uh, the project that you and I, Mark and I, are working on uh, that I, we've been talking about it, yeah. but I don't think I had um, uh, you know pushed them or kind of you know got said hey you know I'm ready to do it now and yeah. these are my ideas type thing, and so I think that had we done that you know a year ago, <laughs> we uh, yeah. our progress would be in a different place, and Absolutely. so you know it's probably one of those things that, that what are we waiting on you know yeah. what 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 for what. So just go ahead and do it. Do it now. There's no reason to wait. There's no reason to hold on to it. What What do you hope to gain from waiting and yeah. instead of just getting it done? So that's mine. So uh, next question was. Um, what you got, babe? Are we going to talk about favorites? Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. Um, Did you get any new ideas that... In terms of like creating, yes, yes, yes. Um, so uh, the the new ideas that I've gotten, some I'm not I'm not ready to share, um, but I know I've I've gotten the idea to work in video, um, which I've always thought about, um, but at my birthday party, talking to some of my friends. Chap Edmondson and uh, Kevin Quinney um, and Brian about um, my experience over the last few weeks um, with mental health and understanding how important that is and the perspective from which people don't get to see it. Right. Because when people think mental health, they think somebody at the bus stop talking to themselves <laughs> right? or they think. It's a range. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a range. That that is. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, that's all that people think about or they think about the kids that they saw in special ed in school and things like that. 
um, in those special ed pullout classes that were isolated from the general population of the school. Like those are the things people think about, which yes, like, okay. Mm, yeah. Um, you know, there are some different things going on there. That's not exactly, you know, part of the conversation that we've been having. Um, those but, are disabilities and things like that, but, um, but that's the range, right? Yeah. The range yeah. is mild anxiety. Yeah. But you know, all the way to the person, you know, yeah. talking to bust up and further than that. Mm-hmm. And then all that in between. Yeah. So, but I agree yeah. with you that not, but I feel like the narr- the, it's becoming a common narrative now mm-hmm. that people are being open yeah. and willing to speak about it yeah. and admitting that they, ha- they too yeah. have faced, yeah. um, mental health. Yeah. Problems. And I understand that like, so for me, it was very, it was very subtle. Right, it was very subtle how it came about and it just all of a sudden started to pick up steam because I didn't pay attention to those that that still small voice in my head that was like hey bro you need to take some time like <laughs> you know so finding a way to bring that forward for so yeah finding a way for people to kind of identify with that and be able to see maybe some of the things that they're going through um, and ways to present that. So, um, yeah, video will be a part of that. Um, and we have some other ideas that we've been talking about as well. Um, the, well, those ideas, uh, you said some ideas that y'all have been talking about, are those going to be connected to the podcast? Um, they will and they won't, um, because you know, I'm part of the podcast, but at the same time, like this is just my fine artwork and things like that. Um, but we'll definitely talk about that. And I do think that they're, y'all might hear a mental health and art episode from art therapy to um how common it is for artists to suffer with uh mental health issues and things like that um i think that's important that's an important conversation to have because we think that some of these things are just what artists go through but really they're signs of depression they're also what people go through Yeah, yeah for sure for sure. So and art is of the people. Art. Mark yeah. Francis. Yeah. It it definitely is. It definitely is. So um y'all wanna talk about y'all favorite episode? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well let's start with you, babe. Like what was your favorite or most impactful oh, episode? What what do you think? So I can I have two? Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Um so I would start with since we just touched on the mental health thing, um, since we just just touched on the mental health thing, I probably I'm gonna have to. Uh, <laughs> one of the things uh, that I want to talk about Brian's episode where he talked about um, him being enough and um, the I am enough. Forgot uh, about that man. That I shit. was. How I could remember, you forget? <laughs> <laughs> you cried. I did. I did. I did. I sure. was on my way home and I remember listening to it in the car and I teared up and I was like, whoa. And I just, again, a life lesson, you know, yeah. it's definitely a life lesson that I took from that. And it just, it resonated with me. And I, t- I told Brian the next time I saw him, I was like, dude, yeah, <laughs> that right there. Yeah. <laughs> that right yeah. there. You know, I think and you've told him like three or four times. I probably at this point. have. <laughs> I probably have. But see, see that yeah. that it it was it was impactful yeah, for sure. Um, and then my second uh, my second F favorite episode. Um, I guess that was my favorite statement or impactful portion of the episodes. Mm-hmm. And then my uh, actual like favorite episode overall. 
um, would probably be Rebea's, um, mainly because she's my best friend. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, <laughs> they but have I, become best friends. They solidified <laughs> it in a text message by proxy via my phone. Uh, <laughs> but no, I am a I am a story person. I love to hear people's stories, and I felt like she. I we got a a good sense. We kind of weaved in and out of how she got to where she's at. Yeah. And um and I just felt I and I don't know if she has one of those voices too that mm-hmm. probably you know kind it's of so like, soothing. soothing okay okay yeah. I thought so it was crazy it's not but, just you. no we talked about that she has a kind of a Jill Scott voice yes. like I didn't want if, to put the Jill Scott I didn't, on yeah there. because you yeah no nah, but yeah. I mean but think about it's, it though. she has a very comforting voice yes. what kind of voice would you want to hear read you a bedtime oh, story Jill Scott can read me a, yeah. a bedtime story but right yeah. now we're not talking about for reasons <laughs> no for reasons. Rebea has a very yeah. comforting voice yeah. yeah so I think it might have been something with her voice yeah yeah. it was it was very like it, it pulled you in for like a yes. grandmama hug yes like, and I, yes. I know people get weird about the auntie but I, I when I was, I was like ah I, people get weird about the term auntie and I don't get yeah. it. it I don't mean it in a derogatory way when yeah. I say it but yeah. it's one of those like Ah, she put me wise. on game. Yeah, I was like, she put me on game. Like that's yes, what it felt. Yes. Yeah, like you sitting on the side of the bed, she yes. braiding your hair. Yeah, yes. like, and knowing that she <laughs> braids hair, I was like, yo, <laughs> I bet you she had the best fucking hair braiding session. <laughs> <laughs> Just talking about life for sure. So, and she's, you know, I, I definitely want to point out um, that she has been instrumental in some things that are um, that we're feeling good about over here in the. Um, arts explanatory podcast team um it, so and that that's been big right like being able to follow up with her and um like hey Rebea, what you think about this and it's not superficial yeah. i ran into her at a um sports bar and i was like ah should i go over there and, and when she saw me she gave me the most comforting hug it was like <laughs> hey. hey girl she was like why yeah. did you come over and it was one of those i'm i'm really weird about you, you guys know how i am i'm socially awkward in case no one could tell but it was <laughs> one of tell um but like it was one of those it solidified i was like ah these yeah. interviews aren't superficial we, we are building relationships yeah. oh i know you knew her bit, but that was my first time meeting her yeah and so seeing her again and she was like hey raquel and the yeah. hug and i was like we're really we're <laughs> i'm like renee we're best friends now <laughs> yes yeah so that was mine. What about you, Rocky? Oh, so she's trying so hard not to call you Rocky. I know. Um, <laughs> it took me like three episodes. Yeah, I was gonna say, Mark, <laughs> we're only Mark just stopped calling you Rocky on it. <laughs> my, fa- this is. I told you, I, I want to say all of them are my favorite. I literally have favorite moments yes. from all of them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But so when I had to think about what my favorite episode was, I told myself to think. 10 years from now when we're celebrating the 10 year anniversary of Arts Explanatory All right. Hello. Speak it. Which, Hallelujah. Which episode am I going to go back and say that is when I knew that we would be we could make it to 10 years if we want. Yeah. And uh, I don't want to pick because I don't want any of our our, our friends to <laughs> be like that way too. Man y'all going to be alright. But I, I say this that I valued every single interview that we did. Even the ones that I wasn't a part but of. But your favorite is? But my favorite <laughs> one had to be the interview with Danny. And I I don't know if it was just me being like fangirling for a bit because I really do love the Legacy Brothers and yeah. <laughs> my granddaddy's closet accounts before you'd even said, hey, we're going to interview Danny. Yeah. Like I, I was like, oh shit, what? But um, I need to text Danny. Danny... <laughs> 
that one on top of being a phenomenal storyteller. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, like, like somebody great granddaddy, <laughs> man. Yes, like, like, the boy, like, he too oh draws my you God. in. Yes. Yo. Made you want to pull in. Oh, Three and a half hour conversation. Yo, absolutely. And we could have kept going. We could have. It we, was like, we should We take that stop. trip to Chicago. It's going to be everything. Yes. But yes. Danny's episodes, um, <laughs> our interview with Danny was kind of one of those, it felt it felt like it kind of framed what I said. I want, like mm-hmm. all the things that I ever thought, like, what do yeah. I want to get? Not just from this podcast, but from my desire to be an art collector and from yeah. my desire to appreciate art, um, more holistically and the things that I want to learn about art, the things I want to challenge myself yeah. in this journey. Danny like wrapped it up and put it in a nice little package, had me wanted to pass a collection plate because mm-hmm. it was like, mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. it's, it didn't seem yeah. like it was, um, forced or like a real class. Yeah, it didn't yeah. like yeah. all the barriers that I told myself that I was going to have in this journey. Danny's conversation and he hadn't he didn't know yeah. the things that I told myself what was going to make this difficult. He spoke to all of them and was like, "Hey, it's okay. It's it's there. Yeah, you're wanting wanting to you know center black art, wanting to celebrate black art. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's tons of artists that you can do. You don't have to." Um, I don't feel like I didn't have to pigeonhole myself into trying to find the reason to justify why I want to celebrate and explore black art. Yeah. It's one of those things like, do it. It's great. Like it's, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. Don't feel bad about that. And so I think I have, if I had to pick a favorite since I have to, that it would be our interview with Danny only because it validated every single thing that I took away from every other interview that we did. Yeah. Like all those moments, like, oh, this is it. This is it. This is, oh, this is good. The conversation with Danny helped me put all of it into perspective about why I had those reactions to those learning moments. Mm -hmm. So, understandable. All understandable. I'm going to tell you right now, uh, shit. Like, trying to pick for me is (laughs) very difficult for a lot of different reasons. Yeah, because I feel like you could you could have a favorite from every episode. Yeah. You yeah. could pick a favorite yeah. point of every episode, and I think y'all have gone through and talked about some of those. Mm-hmm. So for sure, for sure. I but mean, no, you put us on the spot, so you got to pick a favorite. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm gonna pick a favorite. <laughs> I just kind of want to say, like, you know, one talking, being able to talk to my brother in that capacity, like I, I said it. earlier. I knew it. But that I, I'm gonna tell you though, that's my favorite for personal reasons. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Growing up, my brother and I didn't have the best relationship. We always spent time together, Mm -hmm. but we were the brothers that butted heads and fought all the time. You don't say. And, you know, now we sit and talk for hours about art and, and, you know, which is life. You know what I'm saying? Like, because we, you know, like, like we explained during our interview with Brian, like this shit for artists, man, like. I'm going to try to say this shit without crying. Uh, (laughs) But this shit for artists really is a life or death thing. Like we put everything into this shit. And if we're not doing it, like who the fuck knows what's going to happen. But I don't want to find out. You know what I'm saying? Like, and (laughs) shit, my brother was down here for my birthday, November the 8th. We had my party on the 10th. And there was a moment where everybody went around and kind of, spoke to me um about everything that I had gone through because this was a week of my birthday that this shit really popped off and you know it felt great 
especially when Brian and Tony and if y'all don't if y'all don't know my brother if y'all don't know Brian like these are two of the most preaching ass non preaching <laughs> niggas ever. Um, when I tell you that, we were shouting. Man, they went in, man. It was, like it was amazing. It was I, beautiful. I I tried to do my best to hold back my tears, man. But like my brother said, something that was very, very, very impactful. And basically, that is like the shit that you want to do. A lot of times, the shit that you have to do, and like creating art, bringing art to people, talking about art making people feel comfortable in the art world. Like I know what that shit did for me. So like that shit is important and in, in, in my life. And I know it can be important in other people's lives. And we just tear down the fucking barriers to it. Right. So for that reason, for all those personal reasons, my brothers and Brian's are like neck and neck. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause those, those are my guys. Those are my guys. Right. Um, but my favorite episode and Danny, like it's like Danny is right above Brian and Tony's episodes together. Like those are tied. And then Danny. And then I have to say it, man, Rebea, Rebea's episode was like great because Rebea and I have like, I've known her since 2008. And every time I see Rebea, she's super warm. She's super inviting. And it always feels like I'm running into a family member that's like my favorite family member that I don't get to see all the time and being able to talk to her and her just kind of, it felt like she was talking to me. And I think I said that to you, Rocky, mm-hmm. like, like I, I, it was such a feeling of like reverence as she was talking. Like, I'm not going to, well, I'm going <laughs> to tell them that Mark was teary eyed <laughs> when we left for Bay's studio. Man, it was, it was just, it was very, very impactful. Like it made me, it, it you know it's different than like your mom or your family members being like hey man you dope keep doing your shit and brian does the same thing but brian's like a brother to me too mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like yeah nigga you gonna gas me up you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like although i will say brian is sincere his gassing is very sincere I, i'll say very that very sincere <laughs> oh my god y'all should see this boy but <laughs> rebea like the way that she explained things the way that she took her time to really praise us in the in the middle of like us trying to you know give her some shine like because you were fangirling <laughs> you're like i'm interviewing rebeo and it's yeah. the, i can hear it in when the playback yeah and, so. and like you know it's 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 just great because it has built a uh an actual relationship where i just hit Rebea, text her like I'm thinking about something. Hey, Rebea, can you look at this real quick and shoot it to her, you know? And and it's a, like, you know, she asked me how my family's doing. You know, I'm checking on her and her mom. And you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, like, it's a real thing. So that's a real relationship that has developed from a podcast that I have gotten a lot of great things in terms of the work, but also like, in terms of like somebody that I know is really here, you know, for me. And that, that shit always feels good when you know, people are there for you for real. Um, so yeah, but everybody's episodes were fucking great. Cause yeah. but and I had a bunch of amazing things to yeah. say. Mariah has some great things to say. Mo Penders. Yo, like I, there's not, there's not really, a whole lot that I can't say. 
<laughs> about Mo's work because, like, I've hit her up several times on Instagram and been like, "Yo, your work is dope. I need to know more. I want to know more and things like that." So, um, yeah, everyone's been dope. Um, so I can't I can't say enough about everybody and how grateful we are that people have wanted to sit down and talk to us. Yeah. Um, but looking forward, um, what I, I think, you know, we have even more in store. Yeah. We we're looking forward to where this road is going to lead us. We have a map. We have an idea of where we want to go, but also wherever it takes us is good too. Um, but what are you most looking forward to going forward, Rocks? Ah, I'm actually looking forward. I want to dig deeper with the artist. So in the mm-hmm. questions, the one thing that I always love is the reaction to the questions that we ask these artists that they've never been asked before. Yeah. And that blows my mind. We have artists who've been artists for 20 plus years and mm-hmm. no one's ever asked them. And so having that moment and sharing that moment with them where they're really thinking about how they're framing yeah. their their perspective as an artist when we're saying, hey, you know, what do you want your legacy to be? Like, I, I'm really enjoying those when I'm listening to the playbacks yeah. that those moments seem so authentic and so transformative for some of them where it's like, hey, they've never thought about that and we're yeah. getting their raw and honest reaction. Like, oh shit, I've never thought about this. So I'm looking forward to kind of digging deeper and getting that insight and yeah. challenging those artists who've never thought about that to be like, hey, putting you on the spot now. Yeah. <laughs> Define your legacy yeah. right now. But no, yeah. um, not not that extent. And also I want to learn more technical stuff. So I'd like to, I'd like to see some more explanations where it's like, oh okay. Like I didn't know what uh was it for was it what was Mo telling us that I didn't was it photography? Oh, about like what it the Oh yes, the 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 um the break the etymology of the word. Photo- uh, photography yeah, yeah like that shit blew my mind <laughs> yeah I, were, I think writing I was, with I was light like, yeah. what yeah. <laughs> what but um <laughs> so i think the the nerd stuff i'm excited yeah. to kind of explore that deeper um because the narratives are really really cool and those are the parts that stick with me yeah. but i also want to learn more technical stuff and like oh i'm gonna ask more dumb art questions yeah and that's the other thing i'm gonna stop holding back because i don't want to be i realize that that's what the should not the podcast is for it's like oh it's like i want to ask that but i don't i don't know if i can ask that i'm gonna Mm. give myself permission to ask the questions that i really want to know go for it go for it babe as our we you know we i i have to say it um there have been a, a, a couple conversations that we've had about you taking on a role with us. And what you mean? She's been our executive producer. <laughs> well, that's what I, I was mean, about to say. Yeah. Like, but we gotta, you know, I just want to introduce you as our producer. Like, she got an email and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, they makes you official. <laughs> but yeah, so going forward, what what are, you, what are you looking forward to, babe? Like I said, I'm definitely a story person. I love hearing people's stories, how they got to yeah. where they got. You know, because sometimes you may be going through the same thing and not realizing how much that person's story can help you push through or something you you experience and never thought about and experiencing and that hearing their story again helps you push through that thing or whatever or help somebody else. You can tell somebody else, hey, listen to this, you know, this is what I heard. Um, So I'm that's what I'm most looking forward to. 
uh, and I'm looking forward to all the dope folks that y'all are going to talk to. Cause I know that this isn't, you know, I know that this is just the beginning. I know that it's going to get better and better. And that, you know, like Raquel said, 10 years from now, we're celebrating the 10 year. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine the party? Oh. <laughs> hey, Yo. what a dope party. Let me start scouting. All right. Yo, <laughs> what are you looking great. forward to? Oh, you already talked about uh, that. Well, I mean, there's a lot like, yeah. it, Going into the second half of this season, like the people that we have coming up that we're going to be talking to, like they're great, right? Like we've had quite a bit of overlap, but I think the perspectives are great. Um, but now we're going to be talking to some some people that are doing some things that are different from the people that were in our first half, right? Or coming from different backgrounds. I mean, everybody's been from different backgrounds, but I think um, we'll we'll kind of stretch out a little bit more um on the on this back half um but i'm also looking forward to getting out and interacting with people that are listening um which that please stay connected to our instagram or send us emails um because we are going to be doing some things i'm being vague as hell on purpose but we are going to be (laughs) doing some things and we want you all to come out and enjoy with us if you're in Houston. We will get to other cities when y'all tell us we got enough people to come to your city for. I'm not tripping. We will be on a plane. We will drive. We will get on a train um, in a Air box track. with a fox. Uh, One wait, day. What the hell? Yeah, hey, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, I'm down with that. I was going to say, you're I don't like road Air trips. Wine day. You yeah. know you are. Yeah, okay. for yeah. sure. But yeah, so I'm I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm looking forward to our growth. I'm looking forward yeah. to our growth yeah. for sure, like to reaching more people um, and and being able to interact with more people, whether it's online or in real life. And also, let me go ahead and I want to thank everyone that has started following us on our page, on our Instagram. Um, we ain't got the most followers, but we got we, we have a decent number. Um, for right now, quality over quantity, absolutely. And we have some amazing people that are following us, like award winning artists and just cool ass people that just do everyday shit, and people that want to interact, and people that are giving great feedback and leaving wonderful comments and thirsting for more knowledge. You know what I'm saying? That's a good kind of thirsting. Followers, hey man, (laughs) for sure. Cause we get no, those. No shade. I'm sorry. I don't know. We get those. No, all shade. Nah. We we get those DMs for sure. Like get your followers to five thousand in one day, and it's like, nah, bro. We good. We good. We gonna we gonna try to do this. Not trying to look funny in the light. Have two comments. <laughs> not trying to look funny in the light. Yeah. Coyote ugly. <laughs> but yeah, no. We we definitely appreciate everyone that has listened. We appreciate everyone that has interacted with us. Um, Make sure y'all send in your questions or what you would like yes, to see please. or somebody that you would think would be a great interview. Um, you know, every little bit counts. Um, and just, yeah. you know, share it. If you don't want to interact on social media, because for whatever reason, you can yeah. always send it anonymously via email. We ain't going to call you out. Promise. Yeah, we're not. We're not going to call you Unless out. Unless you want to be. Yeah, I mean... It, you can't learn anything if you're not willing to ask questions and that's just the real well you're not going to be able to learn the things that you want to learn without asking questions you have to ask them in some way whether you're going on google to ask the questions or whatever but you know come ho- come holler at us because we're not going to judge you for sure because i like dumb questions because i ask dumb ass questions all the time but 
I'm excited. It's, yeah. We got a good yeah. Very excited. Very excited. Baby, thank you for joining us. Hey, I we have fun. You. Y'all cool. Your check is in the mail. <laughs> I'm just playing. That's oh, that's what I'm that's looking forward to. I'm these sponsorships you. and ads. Hey man. Mm-hmm. You Hallelujah. like our voices. Praise you him. set through this. Yeah. We're Y'all cool appreciate people. how stupid we are too. Yeah. We're relatable. <laughs> There's a lot of people like us. Yeah. Who like us. Yeah. That'll listen to what they say. Yeah. So and what they recommend. So Hashtag influencer. Yeah. So, you know, contact our producer manager. Oh. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag glasses. Hashtag, okay, no. yeah. What? I like, I, I like wine. So if there is a wine company out there. Hashtag hey. wine. Or somebody just wants to send some wine. Yeah. Hashtag. Pino. Yeah. If you want to send us wine, let us know. We will send you a mailing address <laughs> and shout you out. We will. It won't be our home address. No, no, just in no, case. No, no. Just no, no, in no. case. I've got an office one just for y'all. Hashtag <laughs> cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Tips, treats, we hear you, girl. We like food. We like food. We like drink and all that good stuff. Thank y'all for rocking with us. Please keep following us. Keep listening, sending your questions, um, and just keep being dope ass people. And also, if you see us in public, please don't be weird and stare at us. I have really, I have really bad anxiety. So if you stare at me too long, well, but our pictures, I feel like it might be conflict. Our pictures aren't even. <laughs> no, it won't. No, it no, won't. no, no. It's like I like if you're like, hey, I, I was just your about podcast. to say, holla at a play if you see him in the street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What I'm yeah. saying, if you stare at me too long, like, and you speak. don't say anything. I get nervous. She gonna think so, you CIA or some shit. Yeah, like. I'm gonna be like, feds <laughs> are watching and they are here. Hey, um, y'all, keep it real and keep creating. Fight. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anywho, yes, thank y'all. And Mark, on behalf, no, cause I like to end it the same way we ended all the time. Bye. You know what I'm saying? Like, go ahead. Goodness gracious, she's just coming here trying to start taking over the whole thing. Anyway, you ain't DJ Khaled. You ain't taking over one city at a time. Sorry, <laughs> sorry for that reference, guys. That was. <laughs> <laughs> I had to play it. We're taking over. But no, for real. Um, Well, actually, there is one last thing that I wanted to say. For real. If you are struggling, please, please, please find the help that you need. I just wanted to end on that note again because I think it's very, very important. So if you are struggling with depression, anxiety, or anything else that you think might be bothering you, if you just feel like you're sad, please find somebody to talk to. Um preferably a professional but anybody seriously that will listen to you and not judge you that is very important but also check on your strong friend shit check on your strong friend check on your strong friend yes absolutely all right on that note on behalf of raquel simone vernique francis and myself mark francis thank you and peace bye bye